Have you ever been spending time with the Lord and you sat back and you just shut your eyes and listen to hear what the Lord might say to you in like in a whisper? And then you thought you heard something and then you wondered, did I really hear that? Well, I want to take you along with me on my devotional time this morning. My name is Pastor Gail. Welcome to Healing Begins. I've titled our time together this morning, Called and Set Apart to Do God's Will. And so um, the other morning I was up early, like normal, and I just shut back and I shut my eyes and I really felt the Lord say to me, I've called you and I have set you apart to do my will. And so um, I heard that in a real gentle whisper. And then I thought, I wonder if I'm really hearing that. And I think for most people, the Bible can be an intimidating book. So people wonder, where do I read? How do I know what when God is speaking to me? Uh, some of those things aren't as easy to discern as what one thinks. But when I tend to read the Bible, God will highlight a scripture for me. So in other words, it'll just kind of stand out at me. Or some people say, well, it kind of leapt off the page at me. Or And uh, through the course of my life over the past years, I have read the Bible with a highlighter. And when a scripture really spoke to my heart, I just highlighted it. So when I'm reading the Bible and come across that, I can see what God has highlighted over the years. It was just yesterday, I finished my 19th time through the Bible. All that means is I know what I don't know. So in other words, since the Bible is an inspired book, it's like you're constantly learning, you're constantly receiving more revelation from reading God's Word. And when you read God's Word, you ought to ask the Holy Spirit for a revelation and understanding as you read God's word. And so, um, as I said earlier, I heard the Lord say to me, I've called you and set you apart to do my will. Now you might say, well, why, how did you hear that? Well, it wasn't a voice. It was like a thought that came in my head. You know, in 1 Kings 19 verse 12, Elijah went to the mountain to hear from God. And uh, God was in the whisper in the wind. God's voice was. He wasn't in the lightning, wasn't in the thunder, wasn't in the rock splitting, but was in the still, small voice of the wind. And so when I was spending time with the Lord the other day, I opened my Bible and I decided to read the book of Galatians. I was going to go into Galatians and then read the letters of Paul, Galatians and Ephesians. And so the first thing I read was Galatians chapter 1, verses 15 through 16, that really stuck out to me. But when God, who sets me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son to me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. And what was highlighted to me was set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace. Wow, what a highlight. And then when I went into Ephesians, I read Ephesians uh, chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. Man, there, there's that word. Chosen in him 
before the creation of the world. Man, that's a deep thought. That you were chosen in him before the creation of the world. That shows you how valuable you are and how much God loves you. So I don't know what you're called to do. I don't know what he set you apart to do. Maybe you're a nurse. Maybe you're a doctor. Maybe you're a farmer. Maybe you're a factory worker. I don't know what your calling is. But if you like what you're doing, and it's what you love to do, and you feel that's what God has called you to do, he also chose that you would do that very thing before the creation of the world too. It's kind of mind-blowing to think about it. Then my eyes went to Ephesians 1.9. He made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he purposed in Christ. You know, sometimes figuring out what God's will is is mysterious. Um, in the way you discern what God's will is is through prayer, through fasting, through asking the Lord. Um, do you have peace with what you're doing? Do you enjoy what you're doing? You know, it says in Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, which is holy and pleasing to God, which is your reasonable act of service. But be not conformed to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so you can test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So to be able to discern the mystery of his will, you have to be spending time in God's word. You have to be reading your Bible. You have to be praying. Because as you read, as you pray, God makes known to us what his will is. Ephesians 1.11 in him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. So we are chosen, predestined according to his plan, and the will of God for our life. God wants us to know it. God wants you to know what his will is for you. He wants you to walk in your purpose. So in other words, he wants you to be doing the thing that he created you for and designed you for from the very beginning. And so knowing the word, reading your Bible, pressing into God is very important. And then he took me to Ephesians 1.13. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth the gospel of your salvation, when you believed you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. So when you accept Christ, you are marked by the seal, the promise of the Holy Spirit. But God also reminded me in this, many times there are grandmas and moms out there that are praying. They are praying for their loved one. They're like standing in the gap for them to come back to God. And the Bible says in Proverbs eleven twenty one, the seed of the righteous shall be saved or shall be delivered. And so many times God will mark a person for salvation because of the prayers that are going up 
on their behalf, those prayers are reaching heaven. So if you're listening to this this morning, maybe you're in your car, maybe you're sitting in your house, you're going to want to maybe go back and listen to this later and write out the scripture references and research them for yourself because I've got a lot more to give here this morning. And so if you're in your car, uh, depending on what radio station or where you're listening to this, if you're on one of the radio stations I'm on, you can go back and you can go to the radio station website, click on podcasts, and click on Healing Begins, and you can listen to this later as a podcast. And so that's very important to be able to know that you can do this so you can listen and just take time to absorb what I'm saying. Then he took me to Ephesians 5.17. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Man, it seems to me that God really wants you and he really wants me to understand what his will is. He doesn't want us walking in the darkness. He doesn't want us in an occupation that isn't his will. So if you pray and you seek him, he will show you the way. You know, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lead not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So if you seek into him, he will guide your path. Ephesians 6, 6-7 Obey them not only to win their favor when their eye is on you, but as slaves of Christ, doing the will of God from your heart, serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not people. Wow, that's a big scripture. God wants us to know his will, and he wants us to do his will from our hearts, with all of our hearts, serving wholeheartedly. Amazing. All these scriptures are about being called, set apart to do his will. Then I want to give you some more scriptures to highlight the Lord highlighted for me that morning. Galatians 3.27 For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ Jesus. One of the things that we're told to do is to clothe ourselves with Christ. We are to put off the old nature and the old way of doing things, and we are to put on the new. The Bible says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is passing away, and the new is coming. Galatians 5.1 It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Galatians 5.1 So we see here that it is God's will for you and for me to be living in God's freedom. You might, not, you might say right now, I'm not living there yet, but you can be. Call for help. Come to spiritual care. Go through some of your healing sessions. It'll really help you get into a new freedom in Christ. Galatians 5.7 You are running a good race. Who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? There's another thing that happens. Many times we'll be doing great 
and then something will happen, and it's like being cut in on when you're running a race. I remember being in front of, um, I was running a uh, 5K race, and when the gun went off, we all started running, and somebody cut in front of another runner, and he fell on the ground, and we had to actually pick him up so he didn't get ran over. We actually had to pick him up so he didn't get ran over. Galatians 5.16 So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. We are to walk by the Spirit each and every day. How do you do it? By spending time with the Lord. By getting in His presence. Because to walk by the Spirit, you need the Spirit's power to enable you to be able to do that. Galatians 5.25 Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. It's so important that we stay in step with what God is doing. It's not good to be ahead, and it's not good to be late. It's good to be walking in step with what the Holy Spirit is doing. Um, the only thing I can compare this to is when I was in Pensacola, Florida, and I was at the Brownsville Revival. We went out to the ocean, and we were in the ocean, and I wanted to try to do some body surfing. So when a wave was coming in, if we went with the flow of the wave, if we hopped in that wave right at the right time, the motion of that wave would carry us all the way to shore. But if we were ahead of time and jumped in, the wave would bury us. Or if we were too late, the wave would go by us and we would lose all that initial motion of that wave. So it's important that we live by the Spirit. It's important that we keep in step with what the Lord is doing. Galatians 6.1, that's another verse he highlighted. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit shall restore that person gently. But watch yourselves that you are not tempted. And so we are told that we are to live by the Spirit. And if we find people that are caught in sin, we are to go to them and we are to gently help to restore them. But at the same time, we are to watch ourselves so that we don't fall into the same thing that they're falling into. Galatians 6.8 Whoever sows to please their flesh will from the flesh reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. God wants us to reap eternal life. We are to sow to the Spirit. We are to do the things of the Spirit and we are to stay away from the works of the flesh, doing things in our flesh, doing things like the ways of the world, drunkenness, going to parties, getting involved with all the different sinful lifestyles there's out there today, letting our anger get out of control, being bitter and unforgiving, being in the middle of arguments and strife. All of those things are the work of the flesh. Galatians 6, 9, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at a proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not faint. I just want to say this right now. That's probably a verse that I like to remind myself of a lot because many times when we're trying to do what the Lord wants us to do, it's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to grow weary. It's easy to give up. 
Maybe you've been praying for something for a long time and you haven't seen the answer to your prayer yet. Don't give up. Keep praying. Keep seeking God. Do not give up. I've known people that have prayed for 10, 15 years and then their answer came. Now, I pray it don't take that long for you and for me, but don't grow weary in well-doing for in due season you will reap a harvest if you faint not. God will reward you for every good thing you've done. He will reward you for standing in faith and not giving up. And if we're going to live this way, there's going to be spiritual warfare. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 18, talk about the armor of God, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, shoes shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, all of these things. And then he tells us to pray in the spirit continually. Why? Because there's going to be warfare if you live this way. So it's time to armor up. It's time to get our armor on. It's time to confess God's word and stand on God's word and not give up. Then I love Ephesians 6, 24. This is a great verse. Grace to all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with an undying love. Whatever we do, whatever we say in our service to Jesus, we are to do it with an undying love. Now I would like to pray for you this morning. Those of you that are listening, those of you that are out there, I'd like to tell you, I'd really like to hear from you. My email is gale, G-A-L-E, at spiritualcareconsultants.com. But let me pray for you, Heavenly Father. I pray for those that are weary in well-doing because they haven't seen the harvest they've been wanting. I pray for those that have prayed and prayed and prayed, and it seems like their prayer requests have not been answered. Lord, I pray that you would strengthen them. I pray that my voice would be your voice in the morning, that the words that I spoke today, the scriptures that you highlighted to me would be a source of strength for them. I pray for families that are struggling. I pray for moms that have children going through mental health issues. I pray that you would strengthen moms and dads that are trying to help their children that are having a rough time. I just pray for those also that are struggling with different addictions. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would be very close to each and every person that is struggling with addictions. Let them know not to give up. Let your love, let your peace, let the presence of your ministering angels go and minister to them, Lord, right now, giving them strength, giving them hope, giving them encouragement, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I pray for those that read their Bible all the time, that you would give them new revelation, new understanding, that you would begin to highlight scripture to them that can help them in their day-to-day walk. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for being with us. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for keeping us in the palm of your hand. And Lord, help us to love you with an undying love. Help you help us in all we do and say to do it unto you. Lord, be with those 
that have got a busy day coming up. I pray that you would strengthen them. I pray that you would give them a good day. And I pray that this program has been an encouragement to them, Lord. And I just pray that you would direct their steps and provide for their every need. In the name of Jesus, amen. I want to thank you for joining me for Healing Begins. I know there are many of you that are out there listening, and when I'm bringing these messages, well, I'm just trying to give you the messages that God has given me because I know he's not just giving them for me, but he's also giving them for you. So um, I'm really glad you're listening. You know, when I do these programs, it's like me talking to you. It's about being one-on-one with you. Um, You've chosen to listen, and I appreciate that. I'd like to close with this. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. And may he give you his peace. And I want you to always remember that you have been called and set apart for a reason and a purpose. God bless you. Have a good morning.